Hello, you're about to listen to the movie mixtape with Dirk and Marcy. We weren't just ready to end our animated mix quite yet, so here we are with a very fun bonus episode. Our very dear friend Trainer has joined us for the one and only Chicken Run. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the mix. Marcy? Hi, Dirk. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, how are you doing? Um, I am excellent. I am excellent. There oh, we go. Yeah. Glad we got that one out of the way. Um, good, I'm glad you're excellent. Um, we've got a special thing going on right now, haven't we? You, Me and you. Yeah. We, we have broken format right now. And we have mm-hmm. continued the animation mixtape for one very special episode and one very special person. Ain't that right, mm-hmm. Marcy? Yes. We have the world champion, chicken-loving, <laughs> pinball wizard here today. We have a trainer here today. Hi, trainer. Hello. Thank you for Hi. having me on. Oh, thank you. Trainer, would you like to tell everybody uh, the animated movie that we've selected for you to cover today. You guys have graciously chosen Chicken Run to cover this week. <laughs> the world champion chicken loving pinball wizard and we're going for Chicken Run. Would you believe it? <laughs> Is there anything better? Not to my knowledge <laughs> and I have sat through a lot of good things Frozen, Frozen 2, Frozen 1 again. All good. <laughs> but there's no Chicken Run, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Uh, well, Trainer, welcome. I'm so excited. Um, I've seen you post so much about this movie, especially as we were getting into, I, I don't even know what Slim calls it, but their little animated month that they had going on mm-hmm. at 70mm. That little tiny we, little thing. You yeah. know, that- you know, I, I don't know what Slim called it. What did Slim call it? I don't even remember. He called it Animagus. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right? Something. Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> something like abbreviated it's spelt and like not quite as good as the mixtapes, animation mixtape, but oh we're still gosh. doing animated movies month. Great. There we go. Dirk Dirk is always doing this during the pot. During the pot <laughs> as usual. But we figured that uh since we were also doing an animated mix at the same time, I mean what would be better than having you on to talk about this? Per- it's a perfect way to end like a little perfect month, I think. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm so excited to hear everything about the whole chicken run <laughs> story with you. But I think we do have a synopsis from Dirk who was oh, going straight kind to, to write one for us. So Dirk, would you like to share your synopsis? I will. So I will. Okay, I will. I'll be gracious <laughs> enough to do that. Let me try and remember it from my brain and not read it from this piece of paper. Mr. and Mrs. Tweedy run an malevolent chicken farm, but times are tough. The mere price of butter is enough to send shockwave through your soul, and don't get me started on fuel. There is no time on the farm for dead wood, so if a chicken ain't laying, it gets to laying on the dinner table. After seeing one too many chicken asides, uh, the brain chicken, a.k.a. Ginger, can't wait any longer and plots her and her henmates escape. But things don't go so well until a new hope enters the frame. But no, not in the form of a Star Wars DVD, but instead an American rooster who can seemingly fly Rocky. Ginger enlists this Yankee Doodle cockerel to teach the gang to fly and thus be the key to their henancipation. But all is not what it (laughs) seems with Rocky. And what is this ginormous contraption the Tweedies have had delivered in the middle of the night? It's only a flipping pie-making machine. Will Ginger and her gals be put inside of pastry? Or will it, in fact, all be gravy? Chicken Run. Perfect. Perfecto. Wonderful. So so this is Chicken Run (laughs) from the year 2000. The Future. (laughs) Directed by Peter Lord and Nick Park from Aardman. 
animation part, and it was also dream. What was it? DreamWorks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah. But trainer, let me ask you: What is it you love so much about chickens? <laughs> <laughs> chickens, nothing. Chicken Run, everything. Let's get that clear. Oh uh, yeah, I mean this movie. God, this movie is just amazing. I may just make the statement right away. It might be the best animated movie of all time to me. What? To wow. me. Oh, wow. It's Take out incredible. that to this, me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I could. I don't think I saw this in theaters. It came out in 2000. I would have been five years old to uh, chalk that up. Sick. I know. Sick, it? <laughs> sick. I'm doing the maths right now, and that doesn't even get into double figures. That's, that's a, it must have been right around Marcy's first hip replacement or something, but I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't remember. I texted my brother this week asking, because he's older than me. He doesn't think we did, but... This was the first movie I ever saw on a big screen TV. So like just like little trainer sitting in our parents' friend's basement who had this like massive tube TV that was like 60 inches and Chicken Run was on the screen and I just fell in love. It was incredible. That's amazing. That's, I love this. That, that is the type of story that Marcy will eat up every single day. That it, I, yeah. <laughs> someone's I'm sorry. introduction to like seeing something on a big screen for the first time and just... Uh, sort of blowing and opening your mind to the world of uh, movie magic. But it, like, explains so much, like, why this movie made such an impression on you and, like, why you, like, immediately loved it. It's tied to, like, other things, you know? It's not just about the chickens. It's everything (laughs) else, too, that came with it. I mean, I I think so, Trainer. I was actually 10 when this movie (laughs) came out, and I... Didn't see it for a little bit until after it came out because we watched it in science class in, <laughs> mi- in American school. education. <laughs> <laughs> and, the most um, powerful nation in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so I just remember watching this in science class. I think it took a couple of days because, you know, obviously we'd have to pause it and come back. But I've only seen this once, but... I just remember, like, I still, I have a letterbox reading for it, and I've only seen it, like, and that was, like, what, however many years ago? And this movie also made a big impression on me, because I think it's the first time I've ever seen um, this work from these creators. I know they, mm-hmm. like, Wallace and Gromit, but I've never, I mean, I've seen stuff since, but at the time, I think it was, like, my first, like, experience with their animation. Uh, Dirk, why don't you tell us <laughs> when well, you first saw this you two pranksters. I paid to watch this film with my own money in the cinema. Yeah, you know, I had a wage. I was working. Actually, I probably wasn't working. I was probably at university. What year was it? Uh, yeah, I was still at university. So I was borrowed money, all right, but I still used it. Uh, so I did see it at the cinema. My override, my overriding memory of watching it at the theatre in Liverpool, which is where I studied, was coming out of the cinema. And, you know, we've we've all watched the film this week, so we know what a harrowing experience it is to be a chicken. You know, we can all empathise with that and understand that. But as we were walking out, this girl next to me, having a conversation with her friend, said very loudly, Oh man, it'd be boss to be a chicken. And I was just like, (laughs) you have missed the point of that film. Because it is not boss to be a chicken at all. That's the point, lady. But um, you talked, Marcy, about this being your first exposure to like this type of, well, this group, animation group. I mean, I kind of grew up with Ardman Animation. So they've been around for a long time and they animated something called Morph, which was a character in a, in a TV show, like a little little tiny little few minute little vignettes you would get in another TV show. And then they did... I shared with you the sort of the TV advert for electricity mm-hmm. that ran for like three years over here and was just like, everybody loved this advert. And it was just like a tortoise talking about how he needs his central heating on after he comes in from a run. And it was all these guys <laughs> doing the animation. So these, they're woven into the tapestry of the UK. And that was even before they did Wallace and Gromit, which yeah predates this film, the Wallace and Gromit mm-hmm. shorts which they got mm-hmm. um, Academy Awards for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I only really knew about the evil penguin from Wallace and Gromit. 
So I think that was it. And then boom, chicken run in my life. So that that was the order of things for me. <laughs> but Trainer, did you ever see Wallace and Gromit or any of their other animation before Chicken Run? Or was Chicken Run also your introduction? I definitely was raised on Wallace and Gromit VHS tapes. Because we didn't oh have cable. We just had a wow. TV and a VHS player. And we had four VHS tapes that my brother and I just like destroyed because we watched it so much. And that was the three Wallace and Gromit shorts. Oh, wow. Which is like the wrong trousers, grand day out, and close shave. And then the other one was Kiki's Delivery Service, which My is just God. like out of nowhere. <laughs> She's trainer. We, if you want to trade uh, childhoods, because that sounds way better than was, what I grew up tra- with. Trainer, were you part of some kind of social experiment just to see what would happen if they just gave you the most joyful things, exposed to the most <laughs> joyful things as a kid? Well, it's been a success, let me tell you. Let me it's tell you. Know, I, it was, <laughs> I don't even know why we had Kiki's Delivery Service. We had no other Studio Ghibli movies. I wasn't even allowed to watch Pokemon because it was like an anime at the time. Oh, God. <laughs> so I, I don't know how that got in there, but thank goodness it did. That's awesome, Trader. Like that. Like I said, that, that's way better than the garbage <laughs> I grew up on. So. But Trader, so what is it about Chicken Run that you love so much? What do you want to share about this movie? What do you want to tell the world about this movie? I think now that you've talked about how I have like such positive connections, like this was the first time I saw it on the big screen. It was like the first real kind of fun movie I watched on this massive TV. This was also the first time that I'd really gone into bonus features of a movie. And this was like the first bonus feature feature that I watched. There was, God, I can't remember what year it must have been, but like an early DVD copy um, had this thing called the panic button on it. Are you guys familiar with the chicken run panic button? No, don't think so. (laughs) Don't think so. Um, It's this little menu button. If you're just like sitting on the DVD menu, you click it and it just cuts to a random shot of the movie where all the chickens are screaming and there are like five (laughs) different versions. And you just click it, it just shows that for like three seconds and goes back to the menu. I would just click that like a hundred times. That's amazing. <laughs> it's just so that's fun. amazing because that's like one of my favorite parts that makes me like laugh so hard. And this, is, we mustn't panic. We mustn't panic. And then the next thing you know, they're all screaming, <laughs> and it's so good. Anytime they're freaking out, I just like was dying like watching this again. I, th- I think that's a big part of the rise of the DVD, though, as well. You know, the how it was different to VHS because you had to invest in a new system. They were more expensive. But then you could have these easily accessible bonus features and you're like, oh, what bonus features has it got on it? Uh, and like, has it got a director's <laughs> commentary? Has it got deleted scenes? Has it got bloopers? You know, and all those different things. And so I think that was part, I, I, I could totally imagine that in your head, just kind of clicking it and just being uh, <laughs> yeah. entertained for hours on end because I would have been. Yeah. And your parents are like in another room like, oh, trainers clicking that. <laughs> all they can hear is just screaming every 10 seconds. <laughs> they just, maybe we should wa- let him watch Pokemon. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's never an option. No. Trainer, um, do you have a favorite scene or do you have a favorite chicken you want to talk about? I mean, Ginger. Come on. It's got to be the favorite. Really? Yeah. Come on, she's I, just like I, the. Okay. All right. Marty I, I'll make a... was, was visibly shocked at that then. Visibly recoiled what? in her chair. I think. I think Babs is the best chicken in this movie. Babs is good, but she's... Just just for everybody at home, I'm just going to provide some commentary. Trainer rolled his eyes at that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing new to, like, the day-to-day with me and Trainer. This is nothing new. (laughs) Babs is fine. Babs is funny. But, I mean, come on. There's no, like, real... Fine. She doesn't do anything. She's fine. She's just fine. She's the optimistic voice... In the whole movie, you know, oh, he's on holiday, you know. Like, oh my god! <laughs> Thank goodness! <laughs> Thank goodness you did that, so I didn't have to. <laughs> oh, god! Oh my goodness! That was horrendous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave you know, now. Bye. Right? Do you even know what accent Babs has? Um, is she, what is Bab Babs Welsh? Is oh she, Jesus! No. <laughs> Cut the stream. Cut the stream. <laughs> no, she's uh, from Yorkshire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come on, Marcy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Trainer knew that. Like, <laughs> I've been England Trainer once. has studied. I've been to England each... once. <laughs> Trainer has watched this movie so many times. He's studied where each origin of each chicken comes from. <laughs> they so... come from the same place that Vikings do. Come on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but ginger. Let's get back to that ginger. What? Yeah, why is ginger. ginger? So ginger is the um, leader, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yes. She is the strong female voice in this film right? that Marcy 
just bypassed. So what do you like? What do you like <laughs> about Ginger specifically training? I think because she's just like the strong lead where she's always kind of got the answers. Mm-hmm. Even when things are down, she's trying to figure things out. She's mm-hmm. never going to actually give up. She's going to try her best. So like the intro, which is in like the top three intros to a movie of all time, for sure. Um, where she just gets thrown into like chicken prison. <laughs> yeah. 30 times she's yeah. bouncing her little brussels sprout in there because she's <laughs> yeah. been in there 600 times and so she never gives up she will keep trying no matter what it takes and i think little trainer is just like this is awesome this is who i want to aspire to be like <laughs> all right wait i have a i have a related question and i will be shocked if either of you say yes have either of you ever seen the great escape with steve mcqueen the silence <laughs> the silence all right i just want to say that that is all a reference to The Great Escape. Yeah. You want to watch no. a really cool movie? Well, we know that. We're not stupid. Check that. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's like... We may not have seen the movie all the way through, <laughs> yeah. but we know that bit. I'm just saying, if you want to watch a cool movie, and sorry it's not with chickens, it's with POWs, but if you would really like to watch no, but the whole cool. The whole Love Chicken Run is, wouldn't it be great the if great we escape. did The Great Escape with chickens? Yeah. That is, the, that is chicken. what Chicken Run is, you know? Yeah. And that has been said out loud by Nick Park and Peter Lord, I think, many times. It's absolutely a brilliant idea. It is a brilliant idea. <laughs> I don't need to see The Great Escape because I've seen the better version already, you know? It's like, oh. uh. Steve McQueen is rolling in his grave right now and doesn't know why. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, okay, so you love Ginger, but any love for Babs at all? Oh, I just yeah. need to know. I mean, she is. It's uh, her running joke is really funny. Little me would crack yeah. up every time she would say it, which I'm not going to do. I'm not going to insult <laughs> the English like that. You can't. You can if you want to. It's okay. I'll save it for different chickens. Okay. <laughs> so we've got we've got um, Ginger, the leader, who's who realizes the danger that everybody's in, and she wants to get everybody out. She is Steve McQueen. Um, <laughs> she in, well initially she wants to get them out for reasons of them just being caged but later the the pie machine comes in and then she realizes that there's a more more urgency to the to the matter and they need to get out before they all become pies babs is her um comedy sidekick who just knits uh, incessantly and doesn't really have a clue as to what is going on and just thinks everybody's going on holidays all the time do you know the connection between the voice actors no i don't no it is the TV show Absolutely Fabulous. Was that a big deal over in America or not? I bet I mean, it didn't even air in America. <gasps> so yeah, this is a huge TV show over here, Absolutely Fabulous. And there's a few actors from that show who do the voices. So Babs is Jane Horrocks. You know Jane Horrocks? What else is she in? She did a film called Little Voice. Nope. Wow, she nothing, nothing. wow. These the faces and the blank stares of of the two Americans on this video. She was in Corpse Bride. Right? She was in Corpse Bride. Oh, Trainers worked out okay. using the internet while we've been talking. And, and <laughs> I've got like six letterbox tabs open right now. It's fine. <laughs> so okay, so absolutely fabulous is a big show over here. Um, it's a comedy show. It's a sitcom, in in which Babs. Jane Horrocks is the is plays a very similar character and quite a clueless assistant who doesn't know what's going on to a fashion designer. And Ginger, played by Natalie Swahala, I think is that is that you say her name. She is the daughter of the fashion designer. So and so they filmed this whilst Absolutely Fabulous was going on. So I mean that's a bit of a a voice acting connection. And Miranda Richardson was also in Absolutely Fabulous. I know her. Because she Thank was in Harry Potter. God, so I, I knew that her. was going to come. <laughs> was she? Yeah. Yeah, she's Rita Skeeter in The Goblet oh, of Fire. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know that. Cool Aha. And there's Harry there's Potter connection. Yeah. There's God. another Harry yeah, Potter connection. Yeah, there's a connection. couple. Yeah. There's, well, there's two more at least. Timothy Spall's mm-hmm. in this movie. And then Emilda uh, Staunton. I think it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Proving that so. ha- 50% of all British actors have appeared in a Harry Potter film at some I mean, point. That's fine. Yep. I'll allow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think Babs has, has the best lines, though, doesn't she? She's so good. I love <laughs> I think what I think one of my favorite lines is when um, Ginger g- gives them all an ultimatum. She, I wrote down, she says, we either die free chickens or die trying. And she just pauses and goes, are there any other choices? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I think my favorite was whenever Rocky first gets there and they're like, well, you got to teach us. You got to teach us how to fly. And he's like, well, the road is calling me and I'm going to go. And, and he leaves and she's like, he must be very good at hearing. <laughs> she's so cute. She's so cute. I just love her. So my, my favorite part with her is yeah. not a line. It's when they realize that they're all being fattened up to be oh killed. And she's God. just knitting and just holds up the noose that <laughs> she's making. I have that noted down too. <laughs> it's just so dark and kind of out of place. This movie so does funny. get a little dark from what? time to time. Yeah, from time to time. time. <laughs> oh my jeez. <laughs> it's sprinkled in there. I wrote that down and underlined it. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's go through, you know, Edwina. So the movie Edwina. the movie starts off with one of their mates being um taken out of the hen coop because she hasn't laid enough eggs. Literally her head is chopped off. We, in kind of a reservoir dog style where the camera pans slightly away and we don't see it, but Ginger sees it. And then mm. later on, we flip to the dinner table where we see Edwina's carcass. I don't like that. Was in, I didn't need to see that bit. I mean, yeah, I knew she were dead. I knew she were dead. I didn't need to see her bones on the table. <laughs> and then, like you said, when <laughs> Babs fashions a noose with a with a knitwear, flipping it. God, <laughs> this is a kid's film. <laughs> Trainers watching this age ten, age five, age five, five. Yeah, God, Jesus. That's why trainer is is the way that he is today. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, I definitely. I mean, Artiman animation for sure. I, I mean, I love puns. Mm -hmm. In Artiman animations, it's just littered with puns. (laughs) It's a very, it's a very sort of um, British humor that is in it i think pun based humor is just like mm-hmm. it's such a <laughs> i think it's it's after after th- if you like watch carry on films i mean have you ever seen carry on films oh my god both no. of you just i mean that's this is what i'm getting i'm suddenly realizing that um a lot of the, <laughs> the stuff that is innately british does not go over the sea so all it's right. all, I mean, to be fair, you don't need to see carry-on films. You really don't. They're, they're not the best, but they're full of puns. So it, I think punning is is very typical of a, of a British uh, comedy, I think. I, I think it's a sport in your country, actually. Sure, mm. so. sure. Yeah. <laughs> like pinball is in your country. Here we go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about you, Marcy? What, 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 what bits do you like? Um, I do really like all the chickens in the movie. I do want to say, all right, I love the ending. I'm sorry to just jump right to it, but I do love when they build their little airplane. (laughs) I just want to say that it is really nice when they do get over the fence because I want to just say, sit down, E.T. You've got nothing on this movie, okay? (laughs) Like, this is the most magical flying moment in all of movie history. But, I mean, like I said, I've only seen this movie once, but I can't even tell you why it's stuck with me my whole life. But it, I would always, like, say it when I was little. But, like, when they're about to fly off and the two rats are, like, telling them, like, what to do, they're like, yeah, and if we should crash or whatever, you know, put your legs between your legs and kiss your bum goodbye. Like, uh, that has always stuck with me my whole entire life. There's so many quotes that I are still, like, almost oh, daily man. sayings for me. Like that Trader, one. How I often- do you think you watched this movie? Like, how many times a year do you think you watched this movie? It's probably been about a year since the last time I watched it. Okay. I would say at least once or twice a year. Okay. All right. Yep. That's a good movie, though. That's a good, like, yeah. well, other than the dark parts. <laughs> I was, I was kind of getting the feeling from, from this watch that, that it's a perfect Christmas <laughs> film. I don't know why. It just felt super Christmassy to me. Is it the lights at the end? I think, I think, like, I think, do you, know what it, do you know what it is? I don't know. I think it's the animation style sometimes like the stop motion animation for some reason i kind of associate that a little bit with films happening around christmas i don't know why i mean this is the highest grossing stop motion animated film in history in, is it you know, i didn't know oh that. yeah oh yeah hmm. something like oh, wow. 220 I knew, yeah i knew it was oh, a quarter billion 220 billion the 20 yeah 220 million. <laughs> god i got you got, you got me going that trainer 220 million bucks and I think it cost um, about forty that's... million or something to make. So they made 
Good money. Good money. Wow. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. I did see, though, that um, there was a heavy push uh, for this movie to get nominated for Best Picture, and it it didn't. But the following year, they added Best Animated Feature finally to the Oscars because of this movie. Yeah. So, well done. We got something out of it. So, Ginger is a catalyst for change. Yes. Yeah. Well done, Ginger. And Marcy still hates her. Yeah. (laughs) I don't hate her. I just like Babs a lot more. She's just written down on her hand in, in pen, like, not Penny's boat. She's just slammed it against the screen. <laughs> Hate oh, spoilers. Ginger. One season one. Do you know what? I, I think one of the reasons maybe why it, it sticks with you is it's just absurd. Absolutely yeah. absurd, isn't it? We were talking about mm. it's the great escape with chickens already. I'm like, absolutely brilliant. I'll sit down and watch this with you. Get me a chair. But then when you see the chickens and they're like kind of the... They're proper animation chickens, like with the teeth, you know, and just like these anthropomorphized chickens. But just everything is just ridiculous. Like, like you were saying, the Brussels sprout in the coal shed when she's throwing up against the wall. It's how it's very definitely a, a prisoner camp, you know, that they're, that they're in. <laughs> and, you know, just, well, just everything that we've said, like, just the way that Mr. and Mrs. Tweedy call each other Mr. and Mrs. Tweedy, just like little, <laughs> just like little things like that, that just, they're just, are just small, subtle choices that just turn it into something a little bit darker and a little bit more ridiculous. I don't know. Do you, what, did you feel that? I don't know. Is that just me? I, I think like there is a level of ridiculousness to it because these chickens aren't supposed to be doing this. This isn't just like, oh, it's cute animation because what we see is Mr. Tweety constantly being like, they're plotting. Yeah. They're doing something. And then whenever he shows up, they're immediately like hiding everything. I love when they have the tea kettle in the one <laughs> bed and then they dress it up. That really like made me. And this is not a universe where chickens have opposable thumbs. Chickens are chickens <laughs> in this universe, but these chickens are ridiculous and, and they, yes. and they use binoculars, you know? I, yeah, anytime he shows up and they're like, there's just like immediately like whistling and they put stuff behind their back yeah. and he thinks he's going <laughs> crazy. It's so funny. And just like the pie machine, the pie machine where you just kind of stick a chicken in with its legs, a whole chicken, and then at the <laughs> end, and at the end, pie a pie comes out. And Apple the, pie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the brochure that they get with, or the brochure that, and it's just that guy going, "I'm rich," you know. <laughs> It's just absurd. It's absurd. What does she say? She's like, I'm so tired of this mediocre life trainer. You probably know the line better than I do. But then she like sees a pamphlet on her desk. Yeah, it was just like sitting there with the guy with like the Monopoly bags of money. (laughs) Yeah. That she just didn't bother reading up until that point. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. I also, that scene actually, I noticed something for the first time ever. She says her first name in that scene. No. And I never knew she had a first name. She calls herself Militia. Oh, perfect. Oh, and I've never yeah, heard that in all of my viewings. She is like really, really scary, especially at the end when she will not let go of that airplane. Also, what? How is that airplane still going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're flying for like ten minutes, and then they're still just over the camp. <laughs> I love though when they run into the like billboard of her, and she's got the nice happy face, and then like. It sticks to her, like, angry face, and, like, she takes it off, and then you're like, oh, jeez, no, okay, she's still scary lady, all right. <laughs> like, that's such a dark scene, too, because she's literally, I know. like, actively trying to chop Ginger's head off. <laughs> but the comedy is still there, because the rats are now, like, giving the eggs that they earned for yeah. Rocket to use in his little catapult, and they're just, like, crying and kissing the eggs as they hand them <laughs> to the catapult. Comedy about yeah. decapitation was what we needed to brighten our spirits. <laughs> that was going to bring everybody <laughs> Are there any other characters we haven't talked about yet you guys want to talk about? I, I do want to talk about the rats a little bit. We've mentioned them. Okay. But just yeah. the pun in their names. Their names are <laughs> Nick and Fetcher, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. I don't know. It seems like I don't remember liking them at first, mm. which is really strange because now, like, I was watching it this time. I'm like, are these two characters my favorite characters? <laughs> just because, like, every scene they're in, they're the comic relief. But they just mm-hmm. think so highly of themselves, especially when they make the deal with Rocky. They're like, oh, we want every oh, yeah. egg that you lay for a month. And Rocky's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> deal. And they just think that they just won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. I like when everybody's dancing and they're putting the lights up together. And the the one's like, do you want to dance? And there's like this long pause. And he's looking at him like he's crazy. He's like, yeah, why not? <laughs> and then they just start dancing like with everybody else. And they are really funny, though. But I think what they remind me of, I'm sure you guys have seen 
the animated Charlotte's Web, but do you guys know Templeton from Charlotte's Web? Like, he's funny, but he's also really terrible, and I think that's the vibe, like, you kind of initially get from them, where it's like, oh, but they want the eggs. Like, why? Like, why do they want the eggs? But, you know. They want to eat the eggs. eggs that aren't. I know, I know, but, like, when you're little, you're like, oh, my God, there's baby chickens in there. Like, that's what Templeton wants all the whole time in Charlotte's Web and stuff, and you're like, oh, no, this is not good news. But then you realize, okay, like, no, they're just eating them, and it's, like, unfertilized chicken eggs, so it's all good, everybody. (laughs) Little me was very concerned with the fertilization of those chicken eggs. Definitely. (laughs) Well, Fowler ain't fertilizing anyone, (laughs) is he? She whiz. He needs a chicken Viagra. <laughs> who voices Fowler? Because the voice sounded so familiar to me, but I couldn't like recall who. It I was. looked his name up, and it wasn't somebody that immediately. Uh, okay. Came. He, yeah, he's, he's obviously passed away now, so he's not okay. Going to be in that thing that we talk about later. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. I tell you what I like about the rats. I like Nick's okay. little zip tie, <laughs> the, and, and I, th- I think if you like puns, then the rats are your favorite character because when because there's two montages in this film. I think there's the montage about learning to fly, and then that, and then there's a montage about building a plane kind of thing, and then and so they're both. I think they're present in both of those, just kind of sat there watching all of the proceedings going on and giving a little commentary as we go, which is just literally pun. Fantastic, the whole of the way through. <laughs> and they get to ask the big question at the end. Well, what do you start off with first, an egg <laughs> or a chicken? And I did not remember that at all. So as soon as that started, I was like, wow, this is really how this movie ends. It's incredible. I like that they just were like absolutely accepted into chicken culture at that point. Yeah, too. I know. I know. <laughs> They're living on the island with everybody yeah. else. I loved it. That's why not? They'd earned their place. They'd cemented themselves as fellow chickens because being a chicken is boss. And and so they were there now. Apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think. Well, Trader, any of. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, say? I think for me as well, when I was watching it this time, because we'd just done Spider-Verse and we were talking Mm -hmm. about um, Miles in that film sort of achieving his potential and, and that leap of faith. And this is a film about that, right? This is a film about. Oh. chickens achieving their potential i think it is <laughs> there was a beautiful line there was a beautiful line and it was i wrote it down let me just try and find it the fences aren't just around the farm they're up here in your head and i was like boom <laughs> that's a great line isn't it that is a great line it's about it is about believing in yourself and ginger she believes in herself and she believes actually in everyone else as well she's not just trying to rescue herself because as she said a few times i could have done that already it's easy getting one chicken out Mm. it's easy getting two chickens out it's not easy getting babs out and all the others (laughs) (laughs) you know that's a lot of work but that's what she's decided to do and so i think it is about she she believes in herself and she believes in everyone but actually having that belief transitioning from potential into actual and, and, and what that journey is. I, that's why I kind of have some like, bit like Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, no pun intended, but this is an uplifting movie. I, I'm being serious. Like, this is a really feel-good story. And you're rooting for the chickens. Mm-hmm. You want them to get out. Especially after you see the horrible things that could possibly happen to them. And it is really terrible when Ginger gets in the pie machine. And you're seeing all the different things that could mm. happen to them, too. That pie you machine. You don't want them to be pies. No. Though I would say, like, uh, I've never had a chicken pot pie. But I was like, maybe I'm going to try. What? Have you never had a chicken pot pie? <laughs> well, I, 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 what? <laughs> I'm struggling here. I've never had a chicken pot pie. One. What? But this film made me want to try one. I don't know. I, just, I mean, maybe maybe with just the vegetables, though, because those vegetables look pretty good. I love when animation has really good looking food. Animated <laughs> food. This this food. The pies that, yeah. that Rocky falls in when he's trying to escape. Yeah. He falls in every single pie on the way out. Yeah, this like, like gravy his, that comes up. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but I was going, what's in those pies? There's no chickens the in them pies, is there? It's just like gravy pie, is it? Because he's gravy not vegetables. vegetables. Yeah, because they've not yeah. murdered a load of chickens beforehand. Yeah, that was the weird thing that she's like, all right, give me a chicken. And it's not just like, make one pie. She's making like 12 for no reason. Is it one pie per chicken? Or would it have, you know, like... Well, oh, nah, just, that's true. Nah, I didn't think about yeah. that. Oh, no. That's a oh, lot no. of pie. That's a lot of chicken for one pie. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. You blow my mind there, trainer. I, I would not be able to <laughs> run a chicken pie <laughs> company. Because I would put all my chicken into one pie. Flipping it. 
in one basket. Mm. Yeah. Too much chicken. Ratio's off. It's over. All, all his chickens in one basket. Gravy's on my face. <laughs> Can we talk about Mac a little bit, too? Yeah. I I really liked Mac mm-hmm. a lot. Where's I she from, Marcy? Well, <laughs> he did that one. That's good. <laughs> Is she Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just was laughing at the beginning when she was, like, fixing Rocky's arm. And she tells him exactly what she did, and he's like, "Was that in English?" And I was like, "Oh, I can relate to that when I do a podcast." <laughs> I did think of you, and and like with your subtitles up on a normal English film. Yep. When we watch <laughs> Trainer, wait, we need to answer a question right now. Do you ever watch movies in- with subtitles? Yes, because Corinne likes subtitles. I do not like subtitles. Yes, yes Corinne. I am anti-subtitle. Yes. Whatever. I made a new friend. I don't care. I've got <laughs> we weren't friends until myself. now, Marcy. Oh, trainer. I'm talking about Corinne. Wow, what a bombshell. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> what a bombshell. I'm sorry you had to hear it here. Yeah. Us subtitle lovers got to stick together, just saying. She just has poor hearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so do I, because I'm an old lady. Yes, so. sir. Uh, trainer, whatever. I'm going to just edit this so it says that you do love subtitles, so don't worry. God, about I'd, it. I'd no be worries. forced to leave every community I'm in. Subtitles are the worst. You're going to officially get banned from the Discord now. Yeah, this is the last round. This is it. But I really, I love Mac. I thought she's really funny. But okay, I'm actually going to say, so I watched this with Dan and it was his first time ever seeing this. And I automatically have subtitles on for things. And I said, I can put them down or take them off, whatever. And he was like, no, let's leave them on. So Dan asked me to keep them on. So just saying. Your husband did something nice. (laughs) for you so you didn't feel awkward and are you taking that as a validation you know of being not able to understand dialects in in the english language (laughs) i will take whatever i can get (laughs) i do what i like about mac i like how she morphs into scotty from star trek at the end Mm. (laughs) i I enjoy that transition especially with like (laughs) the joke about the klingon and 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 various yeah the klingon And a, a at first, at first, I was like, "Is that what she said?" But you know what? I knew that's what she said because I had. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it, it probably came up ten seconds before she said it too, so you already knew it was going to be said. <laughs> We're getting a Star Trek joke into the future. <laughs> Trainer, is there anything you want to add about Mac? What do you like about Mac? Uh, I just, I definitely really liked her quote about thrust. Just like saying it over and over again, and nobody understanding it. I yeah. said that a lot as a kid. Well, Marcy would definitely not have understood. No, mm-hmm. that definitely went over my head like the, the chicken airplane. So, <laughs> as a small child. Something that also went over my head until this viewing. Yeah. Now they're talking yeah. about it is when Rocky first gets there and everyone's like trying to help him. And they're like, oh, you're exactly what we need. Where like he's like everything that they want. He definitely thinks he's about to get laid by like 60 chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really realize until this viewing. <laughs> Like, that man thinks he's set for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. which he, bunk he, is mine? Yeah. And they're all yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so funny around him, too. But I, you know what? I noticed this time, because when I was little, I, I just automatically thought he, like, lied from the get-go. But he had, he, like, does try to tell the truth a little bit, or he tries to get out of there as soon as he gets there, whenever he realizes what they want, like, to fly and stuff. But Ginger kind of, like, forces him to teach them because she's going to rat him out for the circus if, like, if he doesn't. So it kind of was, like, a little bit of a different take Ginger, for me. Ginger, in fear of her life, you know? I know, I know, I know. Oh, my goodness. No other options. Did you, what, what did you <laughs> want her to do? Get I don't know. put in a pie? Maybe make a little noose with Babs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Marcy's team Tweety. I always knew it. <laughs> <laughs> put it on a shirt sure why not thanks what well, what do we think about rocky like did you like trainer did you think he was like a bad guy with a redemption when you were little or like what do you think of that character um i definitely didn't think he was a bad guy i thought he was kind of a good guy that was misunderstood uh he definitely has a bit of a redemption i definitely thought what you thought like he kind of did try and leave he's like oh i can't fly i can't help these chickens i actually have to leave before they fully believe it and he definitely was pushed yeah. into the role then when he fakes his injury for a while, I'm like, all right, this guy's kind of a bad guy. Yeah, kind of a sleaze. Yeah, yeah kind of a sleaze bag. And then like Mel Gibson voices him too, so I'm like, all right, there's there's something going <laughs> on here. All kinds of problems. There's yeah, yeah. very problematic. 
I like, but I think him when he leaves in the dead of the night with the Irish goodbye. I think that does lead to probably my favourite shot in the film, which is when sort of Ginger discovers that and she goes outside and it's raining and then the camera sort of pans up. It felt very Shawshank at times. That did to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, bloody hell, that's beautiful, that bit. So that That's my favourite <laughs> Rocky bit and he's not even in it. I could, I, could totally, <laughs> I could totally leave Rocky if I'm being honest. And I think, you know, that... that I think the addition of Rocky was in a way to sell to the American audiences because we've just seen, you don't know what absolutely fabulous is. You don't know what carry on, carry on (laughs) camping is and various different things because there's no Americans in them. So you need an American in it. And he's not even American, is he? Flipping, Nora. I know. Gee whiz. Yeah, but I do I do love the line that, like, after he leaves and they're all mad, and I forget which one says it, but he's like, I bet he wasn't even American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? It's so believable that Mel Gibson would keep calling somebody dollface, despite, mm-hmm. despite oh, yeah. their objections. <laughs> I'm sure he still does it to this day, so... <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk? Well, Trainer, is there anything else you want to talk about, Chicken Run? I mean, I'm going through my notes. We covered so much. I mean, it's just, a, it really is a masterpiece. It's just so good. Yeah. I think the only, yeah. well, there are a couple other animated movies that I think are up there, but like, I think the second place running is another Artemis animation, and that's Walls and Gromit Curse of the Were Rabbit. Oscar another, winning. Like, that, that masterpiece. Did win an Oscar. I did know that. I still haven't seen that yet, so I know I need to. Um, I'm sorry. We'll have you on next week for Curse of the Were Rabbit. <laughs> I love that sound. Effect, Such then. a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I, this stop motion, I was kind of interested to find out how long it took them to make it. So essentially, what they did was they were able to record like a minute a week. So they got a minute in the can every oh, wow. single week and it's like 85 minutes long or whatever so i think it yeah. took it took like a year and a half something like that just a bit more more than that i just can't imagine the patience that you have to have because each like every single second is 24 frames so that's just like meticulous meticulous <laughs> i cannot imagine that you know we were waiting for marcy to charge her headphones tonight and that took 10 <laughs> that took 10 minutes I'm like, oh that's my an God. eternity you know <laughs> can you imagine just slightly moving Ginger's beak, you know, and then having to do it again and then having to do it again? I think there was 80 animators involved in, in the film, something like that. Um, so it was a big deal. And 80 animators still could only capture one minute a week. That's crackers. That's crazy. Mm? It is, yeah. <laughs> but it really makes you, like, appreciate the style of animation, like, so much. Like, anytime we watch Claymation, we always just appreciate it because... I mean, even just Mad God recently that just came out, I, I didn't really like the story that much, but what I loved about it was just all the thought and how long it took him to make that movie. It's it's unreal. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, I, I think it's a real um, labor of love, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you really must be into this way of doing it if, if you're going to do it this way, because there must be quicker ways to, and, you know, and quicker and easier ways to do it. Because I think, like, they had to... You know, they'd have to use, I think they use silicon as like the, so each pup, each chicken was like a foot and then they had, they were made out of silicon, but then they had to have all the different mouths for, for the different um, phrases and, you know, the script would be spelt out phonetically for the animators so they knew which kind of beak to put on at different times. And I, th- I think like there was an interview like in Imelda Staunton, maybe, I think it was maybe said like if she went off script, it would mean that they would have to go back and redo like 300 frames of animation oh, wow. or something like even if you said one word differently or, or something like that so i think it is it's like a labor of love and that's maybe a little bit of the extra that that you get with chicken run as opposed to i don't know a, a different type of animation well i know trainer like a couple of weeks ago we did how to train your dragon and we were mm-hmm. saying like you know dream works really uh, it doesn't have the best movies, but like when they started first started out, I mean, this is an earlier one, and Prince of Egypt is an earlier one, and then they just kind of went downhill, flushed away right I, after, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Flushed Away actually, it's, so I don't know. Does it no hold rush up? There. Is it good? No rush. There. No rush. Okay, no rush on Flushed <laughs> yeah, Away, but it's it's your rat buddies though. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's not terrible. It's just it's no chicken run. Okay. My memory of Flushed Away is it's a a bit of a mess. I can't quite remember why I feel like that. But yeah, narratively, I felt like it was maybe a bit of a mess. I remember there was like a song they used and it was just everywhere. And I can't even remember what song it was. Like in school, all the kids just would listen to that song because it was in Flushed Away. And I was like, all right, I'm done with this already. 
I I mean, it has to be something that, like, if I don't even want to, like, ever watch it, then it just, there must be something about it. Because I've never had a desire to watch Flushed Away ever in my life. But I do enjoy, I can't think of the studio's name, but I do really like, like, Paranorman mm-hmm. um, and, like, Coraline yeah. and that whole studio. That, like, and they Leica seem to be, like, or something, the, right? Yeah, they seem to be, like, one of the only studios that still do, like, Claymation. That's what I watched Paranorman for the first time ever this week. I love Paranormans. So good. Paranormans. Very dark also, but very cute. Very, very cute. Dirk, have you seen Paranorman? You should make Betsy watch that. It's a good Halloween movie, Mm -hmm. so you should Mm -hmm. check that out. Don't ask me why I'm watching Halloween movies in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's it's good for like... (laughs) It's good for any time of the year, but I think it's just, it's like about like ghosts and stuff. So I think you should check it out. Oh, I love, I, oh, I just love. The animation in the, uh, is beautiful in Paranorman. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, you kind of dropped a bombshell on me, Trainer, before we started recording. So I'm not even going to pretend to act surprised. So what, (laughs) what is this about Chicken Run 2? Chicken Run 2. It's, I think they have a title. Hold on. They do. I've got it somewhere. It is something like Revenge of the Nuggets or something. (laughs) What? Yeah, it is something weird. Oh, Dawn of the Nugget. Sorry. Dawn of the Nugget. Dawn of the Nugget. So this is real? This is really happening? 2023, so I've been told. Straight to Netflix. That's what they're saying. Is it real? I did not know that. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the deal with... Well, I say yeah like I know what I'm talking about. It's just (laughs) like I literally have just read it. Um, But it's because the the deal with DreamWorks has has finished. And I think because of the, the success of flushed away and stuff like that they decided not to renew for i think an amicable split is the way it's described but yeah um netflix have have picked it up and financed it i think and the voice cast is not exactly the same it's not that i'm just looking at that now Mm -hmm. why did they replace ginger well, that is that. I think that is the bone what? of conjecture. Because you know why they replaced Ginger? Because they told her her voice sounded too old now. What? 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 And who? And they got Thandie <laughs> Newton in to be uh, Ginger. Now I Aww. like Thandie Newton. Don't get me wrong, That's but like it's not like she's got a youthful voice. Oh, I do know who that is. And uh, obviously, Mel Gibson <laughs> is not coming back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. Nice. And wow, it's like a lot. Of, but Babs is back. Babs is back. <laughs> Babs is back. Okay. Wow, Babs Mac really and um, is it what's the other one called? Bunt Bunter Bunty Bunty Bunty, Bunty. Bunty was great. <laughs> yeah, she's back. They're all those original voice casters. That original yeah. voice cast is back. But Timothy Spall's not back. Is he dead? Is yeah. he dead? Did, did I just no, forget he died? No good. I'm glad. <laughs> no, he's he's still alive. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked by some of this. This is like. Wow, I don't, I mean, I understand the Mel Gibson thing, and I totally <laughs> support that. But to not have, like, Timothy Spall, I I mean, it's not like he's not doing... Not, to not have, oh, like, shit. Julia Zawala, I mean, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. why? Why? That's unusual. It's like, Daniel Mays wasn't in the original Chicken Run, right? No, no. Daniel Mays is, like, a newer... Is he being one of the actor. rodents, is he? I think so, yeah. yeah. It says Fetcher... What oh, I think happened? I was thinking of Tintin. Don't ask me. Where the oh. <laughs> Animated movie. That's, That's a sensitive show. subject, I'm trainer. Sorry. Don't bring it. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, we're getting getting a sequel. What twenty three years in the making? You want to talk mm-hmm. about anticipation? How many eggs could you have laid in that time, Marcy? None, because you're a human being. But no. <laughs> if you were a chicken, it would have been a lot. No, the better question is how many letters did Trainer write to get this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Every week, writing well, short of animation. I will answer that with he wrote enough because it's happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is happening. <laughs> it, Trainer. Trainer, thank you You're so welcome, much everyone. for getting a, a chicken run. It's about time I get thanked for my hard work. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Boy. Well, any, any other chicken run earth shattering news or anything else about chicken run either of you would like the to last, The last thing I wanted to bring up was okay. the score. Because we are on the movie mixtape. Oh, And the score yeah. is phenomenal. It's John, it's, our buddy John Powell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh, you just mentioned so good. I, yeah, John Powell did How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. I actually just found out the other day that John Powell is actually like the DreamWorks guy. He's done almost every DreamWorks movie. I didn't realize that. But I, Trainer, I yelled when I saw his name pop up when the movie started. I was like, oh my God, it's John Powell. He's been so this good for so, this long. Yeah. I can't believe um, How to Train Your Dragon's his first and only Oscar nomination. Uh, but 
Yeah, I really enjoyed the score in this. I'm glad you brought it out. I'm also a big score person, yeah. so thank you, Trainer. I, I appreciate this, it. No joke, the soundtrack is a weekly listen for me. Oh, nice. Oh like some of the songs on it, definitely. <laughs> which which scenes in particular? Uh, opening Escape, mm-hmm. which is just phenomenal. The kazoos in that, just yeah. chef's wow. kiss. <laughs> Love the kazoos. It feels very military, doesn't it? It feels very yeah. military with the whistles. It feels, and, and all of that. And I like... Um, when they have that kind of military style dance before, is it before they, they fly off and the song is like flip, flop, fly. I yeah. don't care if I die. Poignant. That's a great song too. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's very reminiscent of this movie called The Great Escape. Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has. I'm just saying, give it a shot. It's a really good movie. It just doesn't have any chickens in it. I'm taking it off my watch list as we speak. <laughs> what? Rich- Listen, Richard Attenborough, a.k.a. Jurassic Park Man, is in this movie. You should give it a shot. And it's a young Richard Attenborough, so just saying. Is he related to David Attenborough? Yeah, they were brothers. Were they really? Yeah, Richard's no longer with us, though. But David's still doing every documentary he can get his hands on. But David's great at it, so (laughs) thank you, David. (laughs) Dirk, anything else you want to add about Chicken Run or any potential Chicken Run sequels? No, I think think that is me uh, Chicken Runned Out. Um, I've enjoyed talking about that, though. I had a great time. Do you know what? I haven't seen it since I saw it that very first time in the cinema. That, that's, yeah. Um, and I can't give you a reason for that, trainer. No reason mm. other than just life. And But I'm, I was grateful to be able to sit down with it and watch it and then have this conversation. I am so grateful for this conversation. Yeah, I, I can't believe this happened. I'm, I'm so excited to share this. I just want to add one of my other favorite lines is when, when, when they are fly into the air and i think it's after mrs tweety has launched herself onto the lights and i think it's bunty she's like pedal your flipping giblets <laughs> and and i did i did crack up at the end because those baby chicks they are like the fattest baby chickens i've ever but seen i'm like where have they come from there is only one working male rooster on the island and like you said you think. yeah it does make you think train i think you are quite right Mm-hmm. In your uh, presumptions. Oh boy. oh, boy. Way to just ruin ruin the childhood experience <laughs> and memories attached to this. Well, well, are, yeah. are, we, are we doing a song for this one? I, I did ask Trainer to pick a song. Mm-hmm. I think he was nice enough beautiful. to do that for us. Well, beautiful. this was how so, it took me like five days yeah. to get a really? short list. I have three songs. <laughs> a short list. Do you want to share them all? Unless I if, can. If you have my song, obviously. Uh, there's no shot. You can, I have your song. Right, you're You're the guest. You can share your songs with us first. So okay. the f- first, the first song I chose out of nostalgia just because the year 2000, I've, oh. as we discussed earlier, big soccer football guy. I've played every FIFA video game since FIFA 98. Mm-hmm. So FIFA 2000 is a legendary soundtrack. So I, I picked my favorite song off that that my brother and I listened to just like all day, every day. And that's Stop the Rock by Apollo 440. Nice. Oh Do you know God. that one, Marcy? Yeah. Yes, do you know it? Do you know it? <laughs> yes, Marcy's had I a radio station. Yes. She knows everything. That's a good one. That is a good one. I'm just old and I know mm-hmm. everything. And let's see, my next one, I chose based on the theme of just kind of getting out. So this song was actually written during the pandemic in America and how America wasn't really doing a good job at stopping it and kind of making it worse and just feeling trapped in your own country that you don't know anymore because the chickens are they're trapped. They're trying to get out. They really want to. Just break out of the mold. So Amen. the song Amen, is brother. called Stop Making This Hurt by Bleachers. Oh, what a, what a great story to tell. I mean, like, so relatable. Oh, man. I don't know that yeah, one. I was ready to leave the coop mm. here during the pandemic. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll add that to the list so I'll listen to that one. And the, the third one was Buzz, Buzz, Buzz by Huey Lewis. Also just kind of thematic. And it, it feels a lot like Flip Flop Fly, which I really wanted to pick. But Marcy told me I'd be a loser if I picked it. So I couldn't <laughs> pick it. I can hear her saying that. That's the type of yeah. thing she would that, say. That's word that, for word. that was a private conversation. Oh, thank sorry. you very much. Sorry. <laughs> well, those are great. Perfect. Trainer. Thank I love you. That. Thank, thank you for picking multiple songs. That'll be a lot of fun. Sorry, I couldn't narrow it down. Well, I'm I'm going next just because I don't know. I felt like my song was pretty obvious, and I'm just nervous. So I was nervous someone had it, so I'm just gonna go. Uh, I picked "I Want to Break Free" by Queen. Nice. <laughs> that's my song mm-hmm. for this movie. I think that's that's a it great choice. It just works so well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. These are all really song. great songs, but I'm afraid to say I have the perfect song this week that I'm sure you've never heard. 
but don't worry when you listen to it you'll be like flipping heck he did it he did it he really did it so this is a band called the bees who are from um the isle of Wight over here and they're kind of like a psychedelic indie rock band and they're very good and this song is from a brilliant album of theirs from 2004 called free the bees and the song is called chicken payback i can't say i've heard that one it is so good. It is so good. I genuinely <laughs> really, really love this song. It's such a good song. And um it was used as a bed for one of my favorite radio shows as well. So it's just it's just woven oh, into nice. my brain, into the neurotransmitters on my brain. You I, I said you would not have heard of it, but you listen to that tonight, Chicken Payback by the Bees, and you'll have a really great four minutes. I don't know what you'll get up to in those four minutes, but if you were just listening to the story, it will the, the song, it will still be good. Well, great picks, everybody. I'm very excited. Uh, I think we did it. I think we nailed the Chicken Run song, so... Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know Dirk's song, but I think he nailed it, too, so good for The you. song was called Chicken Payback. You know I've nailed it. Yeah. For a second, I thought you were going to say it was called Chicken Run, and I was like, wow, how did I miss this my entire life? I definitely just searched Spotify for the term Chicken Run, too, at some point this week. So look. I mean, I've done that before in some Baron Weeks I, trainer, yeah, you know? there were some movies, like I, like when we did Shaun of the Dead, I was like, zombie, zombie something, but not the Cranberry song, like something with zombies, anything. <laughs> Can't even remember what you picked yes. for that. I oh, you picked, picked you got the, you got the, yeah. I got the band zombies, yeah. um, but... <laughs> Not Marcy's oh finest hour. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of redemption since then. And this mixtape playlist <laughs> is really coming together. Well, um, thank you. It's been a kind of a bonus episode. So we're not really going to do any emails or anything like that. But look, if you want to send us an email, go on then. Go on then. Be a devil. Be a devil. And send oh. us an email to <laughs> the movie mixtape pod at gmail.com. Maybe... You want to talk pinball to trainer. Well, you can't really do that through the emails, but you could send us an email and we'll pass it on to him. Okay. We'll read it yeah. to him. Then I'll send an email to you guys the next week and Perfect. you can read that to that person. It's... There is no flaw in that system. Okay. You just send <laughs> us an email. You to be the middle man if you want to talk to trainers. <laughs> yes. so just let us know. I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore movie mixtape. Dirk, do you want to tell them what's happening? Oh, I've next? just done all that bit. Why is it my turn to do it again? Because you're picking the next movie, so I think you should tell oh, people what it's happening. So we're moving on to another mixtape, which starts uh, next week, fingers crossed. And we don't have a really good snappy title for this mixtape yet, but we need to get one because it needs to fit on a sticker when Mikey Peters is at. But for now, mm-hmm. it's basically called I Can't Believe You Haven't Seen That Mixtape. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we're going for. And, you know, when we pick, when I pick a film for Marcy and Marcy picks a film for me, they're usually films we haven't seen anyway. But for this, it's really like that kind of film that when you found out that they hadn't even watched it, you were, you were like regurgitating a little bit and you had to sit down for fear that you may pass out. So, so I have picked my film for Marcy and that film is from 1996. Directed by uh, Brian De Palma. You may have heard of him. He's done some stuff. The film is Mission Impossible, the first one. Woo. Okay. I've never seen any of them. I'm so excited. So that's what we're going to watch Treat- next week. Which, and if you're in the UK, it's on Paramount+. Plus. No. Oh, it's on. I think it's on that and Netflix over here. Don't take my word for it. Don't listen to mm-hmm. me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Trainer, have you ever seen Mission Impossible? I have. I started my Mission Impossible journey this year. I've seen one and two. Okay, so I'm going to catch up to Trainer very soon then. This yeah. is good news, good news for me. Well, I can't, you know, that has really set Trainer up nicely to provide us with a voicemail for that episode. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's you know? true. There you that go, true. Trainer. But <laughs> Trainer, thank you. It's been a joy. It's been a pleasure. It has been wonderful. been yes, really so great much. having you on. And, you know, you have filled, this, mo- this podcast is about love and you have filled this podcast with love. Thank you. I felt the love. It's like a little... <laughs> It's like a little pot pie of love from Trainer. <laughs> With extra gravy. <laughs> yes, Trainer. Thank you. Thank you, though. This was so much fun. And like, I couldn't help but be like, oh, he, he really loves this movie. This is such a great I was I was so excited when you reached out. I was over the moon. So thank I you so much for so making happy. this happen, having me on. It's an honor. Was, it really is. Yes. Is there anything that you, you want to plug before we go? Is there anything like that? No, I've got nothing. Well, if you're down in no Maine, yeah, if you're down in Maine <laughs> and you want to see some serious pinball action, just Google it. Pinball tournaments. Absolutely. Tuesday nights, league night. That's what I hear. 
It's true. Well, Trainer, we'll have to have you back on some other time. Maybe for Chicken Run too. Yeah. Oh my God, Maybe. are we doing this? Oh my gosh, we got time to plan. So yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I will see Trainer. I will really literally. see you next week yeah. for sure. Like literally, we we got a big cool meetup coming up and. Dirk, well, I'll I'll video see you next week. <laughs> well, maybe, apparently, according to this conversation. Maybe. All right, but we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Who suckled that, you suckers? <laughs> not good. <laughs> Thank God I didn't do that. is a podcast hosted by Dirk and Marcy, mixed and edited by me. Our logo comes from Iron Tooth Design. Find us on Instagram at the underscore movie mixtape and catch new episodes on Wednesdays. Thanks for listening. Bye!